Hi there, you're welcome to today's recording on Vent Podcast. If you have not listened to our very first episode on this podcast, then you are wrong. <laughs> so please go back and listen to our episode one starting out. That was the launch of our podcast and I hope you enjoy it. And please, after listening to Candy Favorite, yes, we need all the feedback that we can get right now. And I'm not kidding about that. Thank you. So on today's episode, which I love to call a sequel to starting out episode one, I'd like to talk to you on a place called Better. Yes, there's actually a place called Better. And it's not on the map of Nigeria or on the map of Africa. (laughs) So don't go and be looking for it. But there's a place called Better. (laughs) And the truth of the matter is that every one of us, yes, you, yes, every one of us can actually get to that place called Better in our lives. Notwithstanding the areas of our lives that we feel we have been challenged on, there's a place called Better. Truth is, we were made for more and we have to live out that essence of our lives so last episode the very first episode we talked on starting out and i hope that that episode helped you to overcome your fears of starting out on whatever it is that is of value to you so if you listen to that episode and you had the book that you've always wanted to write and you just couldn't get up to write it i believe that after listening to that episode you found the strength to actually go and start out on those things that you really wanted to this episode this recording is just to enable you just to make you understand that while you're on the journey of starting out on whatever project it is, whatever it is that you've been called to, while you're on the journey of fulfilling purpose, do not be content with just living a normal or an average life. Dreams exist. And yes, there is nothing wrong with actually dreaming big. There's nothing wrong with looking for um, extraordinary things and results in your life don't be content with the average result you are getting in whatever areas of your life that matter to you in your job in your career in your finances in your relationships whatever it is that you put your hands to do look for the place look for that place called better because there is actually a place called better so on your journey to starting out i want you to turn your minds to two things i'm going to talk to you today about two things you should turn your minds to when starting out on a new project the first thing you have to turn your minds to is feedback feedback is very important and when i'm talking about feedback i'm talking in the context of criticism criticism is a necessary tool for growth in our lives whether we agree to that or not. 
growing up when I was a child, just like Apostle Paul said in the Bible, <laughs> for most of you, some of you who are Christians, when I was a child, I thought like a child. I did things like a child. But now I have grown, I have matured. And that is what is expected in life of each and every one of us. So, growing up, I saw criticism as people's way of judging me or the things I did. And I received it as that, being judgment on me, as being somebody showing me a part of my life that is inadequate. And so I did not receive criticism well. I didn't receive it positively. And so I couldn't handle it. So today, the first thing I want you to consider on your journey to starting out is how you handle and how you respond to criticism. Criticism, as you all know, can be positive or negative, depending on who gives it and how the person gives it. So it's important that you give criticism in the right way it should be given. And it's also important that if you're on the receiving end, that you receive it the right way. Let's start with giving. How do you give criticism? How do you give feedback? So, for example, you're in a, an organization and you're in a managerial position where you have people working under you. You're supposed to be supervising those people, giving them feedback on the work they do daily, weekly, or however it is that it's supposed to be in your organization. It's very important for you to know how to communicate feedback to people without having to make them feel bad, inadequate, or incompetent. That is where a lot of people get it wrong. They may actually have the intention of, you know, helping you correct a particular thing you did not do very well. But the way and manner, the approach with which they use to actually get that criticism or feedback across is always the problem. You don't criticize people with the intention of smothering them. You don't criticize people with the intention of making them feel inadequate or incompetent or you know not just it at all you don't criticize people's character when you should be looking at the quality of the work for instance that you're giving so somebody maybe your subordinate at the office sends you supposed to send you a report and he does send you a report you got it but you notice some defect in the report maybe the style the arrangement the use of English or even the output generally was not what you expected. A better way to give that criticism would be, oh, I received your email. Well done. Start first with well done. It won't hurt anybody. But I would have expected, I would have taught or suggested that you should have done it in this way, A, B, C, D. That way, we would be able to, I'm thinking, we'll be able to have reached the goal or the objective which you'll be looking at. Right? So it applies even in our basic, basic things. Relationship with your siblings, your spouse. Yeah. We don't always get it right all the time. Nobody's perfect. But the way and manner you communicate feedback, criticism to people that you relate with on a daily basis is very important. 
so when you're giving criticism you have to be specific you don't just say uh, you don't know how to write for instance work on your writing you could say oh I received your report or why not try doing this this way I think it would be a better way or have you tried doing this this way or have you tried this method or have you done this you know you could be suggestive to the person or you could even give instances one time I had to do this um, I tried this method to use and it came out like this but have you tried using this other method this is how it, it may come out you should try that you know that way the person genuinely sees you as somebody who is sincerely interested in helping him or her improve on that area of defect that area that he or she is not doing well or did not do well with yeah so that's about giving criticism so let's talk about receiving criticism so receiving criticism is a skill that many of us don't have have not learned I said learned because it's something that should be learned it's not something that you're born with nobody is born with you know having to um, open their hands and hug or kiss somebody who just criticize you no so nobody is born with it and that's why I said a lot of people have not learned the skill have not learned it it's something that should be learned and one of the things that will help you receive criticism positively and in the right way that will improve on everything you do in your life is improve your listening skill. It's very important for us to improve on our listening skill. A lot of us go through life making so many mistakes repeatedly. Why? Because we were not careful to listen enough to the things, the little, little feedback, the little advice that people gave us. So, it's very important that when someone is giving you criticism, no matter how, note, no matter how the person is giving it, even if the approach is bad, first listen. It may be getting you worked up or even angry, but first listen. Listen, because in listening, you could pick out the specifics if the person was doing it the right way. You could actually pick out the specifics. And, you know, try to improve on that thing we're trying to do. Then if it makes you angry or pissed out that somebody's offering criticism to you, you don't need to, you don't need to react or answer immediately on that criticism. You could actually take some time. The best way is the best approach is to take some, some time to actually think over that. So, for instance, I'd like to use... <laughs> the boss and the subordinate example because I relate very well to that or I like to also use the sibling-sibling relationship because very well we all come from families and we can relate to when you did something and maybe your siblings say ah, now for you they pepper too much or they salt too much that's criticism whether we want to turn it or twist it any way we want well, we can relate to them because these are the things that happen in our daily lives so it's very important for you to listen you may not want to you, you should not want to react immediately to every criticism that you get you could just say thank you even when the person 
was you know giving the criticism in a manner not right take some time to think about it or maybe they said ah every time they're always complaining ah your food is always this it's always burning and true true the food is always burning eh? but eh, you felt like the person should have said it in a better way just say oh sorry about that then when you're alone you cannot think about it why is it that my food is always burning actually why is this something i can do about it is it the pot or is this is this the way i'm actually i was actually making the food so growing up like i like to be relatable on my podcast when i'm communicating with you so you'll be hearing a lot of personal experiences because i'm one of the people that believe that we learn more by experience right so growing up i love cooking i love catering so growing up um i just noticed that every time i cook jollof rice it must burn i don't know why how many of you can relate to it eh, i'm not in this boat alone eh. so anytime i cook jollof rice the rice must burn hey bonbon <laughs> and i hated it i hated it because it was frustrating it didn't happen with other meals i would cook yeah i'm cooking them cook every other thing beans do not burn but once you jollof rice must burn why i noticed it was actually the method so it's not about me me not have been about the pot or the fire you know the method i will use to fry it <laughs> fry the oil first and all of those things now turn it inside and stay staring once you stir the rice don't burn now be that you know but it was with time growing up you know living with people who actually have experienced these things and know how some things work you open your mind they give you correction you learn my experience with cooking jollof rice is better that's the truth it's better it's better than what it used to be so that's the key you have to open your mind to criticism you have to listen person may not have criticized you or giving you feedback in a way that was appealing to you but you go back you brood on it pick out the things one or two that you should learn and improve on your life end point there's a place called better what you know is not uh, the end of everything you are not the beginning and end of knowledge somebody out there even someone younger than you surprisingly may know better than you in something so you need to open your mind in your journey to life in your journey to purpose whatever it is that you do you need to open your mind to criticism yes you need to open your mind to criticism and how to handle it and then sail smoothly truly that way you will have better results to enjoy more productivity yeah so if you've been listening to this thank you very much don't forget to favorite and to share to as much people as you can till i come your way next time <laughs> bye